Welcome to TBD, a weekly Where Are They? Where we bring you the news of all of your favorite TBT topics today. Oh my god, that was amazing. I'm Olivia. <laughs> I'm Miranda. And yeah, we're going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> What's our right? first story, Olivia? Alright, so our first story comes to us from the Hollywood Reporter from July 17th. And it is entitled, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, Stage Musical in the Works. Oh, okay. I definitely like was gonna talk about this and then by the time I was looking for stories I'd completely forgotten about it because that's how little I care. Well I like keep I'm mad I about like this. just keep this doc open like and throw stories in oh, okay. the week I when I find them I, interesting. I think I just sent this to you and then I like texted you too much. I, I had like already it. had it on my doc though. Like that I was the whole thing. It's like I like as soon as I see this stuff I'm like boom put it in there. Boom like, and I just throw it in. Okay. Also um, we're gonna try and not edit this so sorry if it sucks. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so the film is being adapted as a stage musical by Blue Spruce Productions, led by multi-Tony winning um, a theatrical producer, Scott Delman. The original co-producers of the film, Alcon Entertainment and Alloy Entertainment, will also be involved in the musical's development process and will maintain the option to invest and co-produce in the stage version. No timeline or creative team has been announced at this point. I feel like it's still pretty early on, but... Still you know. really early, but interesting to know that it's in the works, and I'm not excited about it. I think this is a terrible idea. Yeah, also because there's so many, like, there's so much scenery in this movie. The first thing I thought of it's when I was thinking Mama about... It's not Mamma Mia. Yeah, when I was thinking about this movie, I'm like, okay, to adapt it to a stage version, there's... My always first thought when things like this happen is, okay, how are, how many scenes or how many sets are they going to need? Because yeah. I feel like set production is, like... One of my favorite parts of theater, like when you go and see Wicked and there's like the clocks and all that kind of stuff going on, yeah. the set productions like can add so much value to stage. And that, this sure. would just be all over the place. Yeah, I wonder... So is this just going to be a stage version of Sister of the Traveling Pants? It's not going to be like a sequel or anything like that? Uh, Another that's right. sequel? I, they bought the rights for Sister of the Traveling Pants, so I'm assuming it's okay. just for the regular. Okay, interesting. So you have, like, the little girl dying of cancer. You have, like, the whole nine. Yeah, the problem with that, I feel like, is the Sister of the Traveling Pants, the movie and the book, they both really jump around. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of, like, shifting these, like, a grease stage versus, You'd have to be, like, on a circular stage and have, like, four different quadrants. Which could be really cool. Yeah, Yeah, because then you have, like, the Mexico soccer camp thing. Like, there's just... Grease. You'd have to... Yeah, like, you just have to have a lot... Of sets going on that would be really easily interchangeable. (laughs) Yeah, you'd have to have stuff that's like really interchangeable to be easily, you know. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it could be if they did it the right way. And they have a multi Tony winning um, producer in Scott Delman, so it could be really cool. Like, if they did it really well, it could be really cool. That's I wonder if Montana knows who uh, this Scott Delman fellow is. I feel like she probably does, but I don't know. Um, okay. So are you excited about this or are you not excited about this? I wasn't excited about it, but if there's like a multi-Tony winning producer, you know, like if it's done the right way, it could be interesting. Okay. Fair. Um, I don't know if I, yeah, I would rather excited. just be a play than add music to it. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh my God. Jeez. Yeah. I'd rather there not be music. What Taylor Swift song would you expect to see? 
It's Sister of the Traveling Pants. I'm thinking red for, um, with... Bridget? Yeah, uh, with Bridget or, um, with when, um, in Greece, like, when they're, like, falling in love, you know? Yeah, maybe they would do, like, the actual Greece storyline where, like, uh, Lena thinks that Kostas is, like, perving on her. Maybe they'd do the actual storyline. Who knows? Um, interesting. What song would you pick? Um, I don't know. I, I was, I don't, uh, maybe like 15 or something, you know? Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I was also thinking like unwritten by Natasha Bedingfield, but I feel like that's, that's in the actual movie. I was going to say, I think that's in the movie. I feel like they could just use the music (laughs) that's in the movie and it would be fine. And Natasha Bedingfield does, um, Broadway, so. Okay, so the next story that you have here, interesting. It's not super TVT, but it's fine. Yeah, this is just a quick one. Um, coming to us from ET Online. If our neighbors wanted to stop using their sink, that would be great. Yes, um, Entertainment Tonight Online. From July 17th, um, Louis Tomlinson is returning to the X Factor as a judge for season 15. So he's taken it back to his roots. And apparently all of the... Which is um, hilarious because he was definitely like the worst one when they were on the X Factor. Yeah, for sure. But he's obviously the one who can't get work now. So, um, <laughs> But like all of the other One Directioners reached out and like congratulated him like over Instagram and all that. So that was cute. I think that Louis' music is better than Liam's. But... Yeah. Come at me. I don't really I listen to them all. Like, really don't super... like Liam anymore. Why? What happened? He just seems so annoying. And, like, I think Louis's I'm... super cute. Like he's he, as a judge, I could see it for sure. Yeah, he's. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Like he seems kind of like Apollo a little bit, like cute boppy, you know. I don't know. I think he's gonna be mean. Really? Yeah. But I mean, they still have Simon Cow, don't they? I don't know. I feel like Louis just like doesn't take any bullshit. Really? Yeah. I feel like he seems like the really nice one. I don't know. I feel like him and Harry seem like the I think like Harry the seems like ones. the nicer one. For sure. I feel like him and Harry seem like the the nicer one. And I would say, like, Niall, I think, seems kind of... I think has, Niall's definitely the nicest one. Really, Niall has, like, the darkest hair, right? The dark no, hair. No, you're thinking of Zayn. That's okay, so embarrassing. Zayn. Okay, Zayn, Zayn, Zayn. Yeah. I can't I feel like Zayn would be, like, really harsh. I think Zayn like, would intense. be fine. I don't think Zayn cares enough. Okay, like if I had to put him as a judge, so I feel like he'd be like really intense, like, like and like meta, you know? No, I think he would just be like mumbling a lot. I'm sorry, I'm yawning so much. I'm really tired. It's late. Um, it's not that late. It's after ten. It is ten. Okay, it's ten away. <laughs> it's after ten. Um, okay, yeah. Let's. I mean, yeah, sure. He's moving back. It's crazy that there's. Se- 15 seasons of The X Factor. The X Factor was so good. I wish also, it was... Like, The X Factor US was so freaking good. I miss yeah. it. Is The X Factor... Is he in the UK? Or is he yeah, doing X... Okay. One. So he's not doing X Factor here. Yeah, there is no X Factor here. Oh, awkward. I thought there still was. No, it got cancelled a long okay. time ago. Sorry, Demi. Um, yeah, we have, like, the four. Mm, so stupid. Whatever. Um, and we have The Voice, where that's yeah. not even a show about the people on it. That's a show about Adam Levine and Blake Shelton. Which, like... Okay, I'm okay with it. Like, <laughs> Fair. I'm cool with it. Speaking of Miley, um, what's our next yeah. story? Um, so story three comes for us. Uh, comes to us from the Daily Mail, and I have the thoughts. quote starts with, "He is heartbroken, claims that Miley Cyrus, 25, and fiance Liam Hemsworth, 28, have called off their wedding because she is not ready for a baby." And this was published July 18, 2018. Let, let me get through these points real quick, and then we can have a discussion. Okay. Keep in mind, this is coming from the Daily Mail. 
Yes. Just keep from the Daily Mail. Head. So a source told OK Australia that Miley, <laughs> and it's also coming from yeah, OK Australia, okay Australia um, that Miley and Liam have called off their wedding because they cannot agree on when they should have children. Liam, 28, is apparently eager to settle down and become a dad, similar to his brother Chris. But but Miley, 25, is not ready yet. The source said Miley put off plans for the wedding and Liam was growing tired of it. They haven't gotten along in recent months. She didn't really want to get married. It's some thing that everyone else seemed to get but Liam his family had been begging him to see the light for a long time but he had faith in Miley now he feels like an idiot um wait what do you mean by see the light see the light and that she's never gonna come around oh okay and break up with her yeah exactly uh if this is what you really want it's not going to happen with her. Yeah. Uh, last week, Miley abruptly deleted all the photos on her Instagram account, similar to Pete Davidson. Um, however, it is unclear if this was related to her rumored relationship woes. Yeah. And then, like, a day later, they posted a video of, like, them singing in the car together and, like, him pranking her. Like, it's not a thing. Okay. I thought that video might have been an old video. <sighs> Whatever. That's just because it looked like the last song. No, I thought it was an old video. Not that old. Um, I thought it was an old video because of the way it was like uploaded to Instagram or something like that. Yeah. And he posted it, but it was her video. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah. like, it was posted okay. to his account, so she'd have to like send him the video. So who knows how long it's been sitting there for? Okay. Like or maybe I don't she think, was on his. I don't know. I just don't think it was like an authentic video, like that they took that day. Like, I think, I think it's fine. dated. I think I'm gonna stand by the fact. I think Miley and Liam are fine. I think that this is all like, just it's not even smoke. It's like vape. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. I like, I like their relationship is so weird to me. Like I, it is weird. But I, I feel like see a lot of it is contrived, and like I don't. I don't know. I don't. I, I could not picture them dating other people. I just think I don't know. Like I, can I see believe him in. dating other people. I don't see her dating other people. Okay. I don't know. I still. Be- I still think that they're together. I think they're fine. I don't know. I feel like where there's smoke, there's fire, and I feel like this is a there's <coughs> something something in the air, something fishy, like aquamarine. Yeah. Did you? There was the quote in aquamarine that I didn't mention while we recorded the podcast. This week's podcast is going to be about aquamarine. Um, where Cecilia says, like, something's fishy about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> right like, at the oh beginning. oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was bad. That was rough. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. I, I'm definitely more, um... Yeah, we've, I mean, I'm I more think, skeptical than you are about this. Yeah, I think we've sort of gone over that. Um, speaking of skeptical, I saw a headline on BuzzFeed, and it said... Pocus Pocus has a new sequel and it's fantastically queer. And I thought, there's going to be a new Hocus Pocus movie? I was like, oh no, oh god, this is going to be a lot. Not because it's queer, because it's like another Hocus Pocus and the world doesn't need that. Um, But it's a move it's a novel it's not a movie so who even cares you know like who's who's really reading a hocus pocus novel yeah i feel like that's really weird yeah it's definitely a lot of clickbait coming from buzzfeed which we are definitely going to capitalize on this clickbait clickbait oh my god i can't talk um but yeah so it's the daughter of allison and max who's a popular black girl named isabella sure why not and it's like the daughter of Allison oh, and Max, two white people. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a little. Oh no, I think Poppy. I don't know. There's another character. 
there's it's a whole it's a whole thing. You can read the article on BuzzFeed. I told you what it was called. But if this is just full of gifs and like, you know, the regular you know, the regular oh, it is, hocus it already pocus clickbait too. Like this isn't even it does. something that You like, can buy it on Amazon for $9.03. I just feel like books based off of like I I feel like that's such it, like lazy writing, you know, taking writing a book based off of a movie. Yeah, uh, that's fair. I feel like we hold authors to like a higher movie um, based on book. Fine, book based yeah. on movie, not okay. I feel like we hold like uh, we hold um, novel authors to like a higher level than that, and yeah. to like base a book off of a movie I is think, too lazy. I think it's because the barriers to entry on writing a book are so much lower than they would be for like making a movie. Like you obviously don't need the same level of funding and things like yeah. that. You just like sit down at your computer and like write a book yeah um very much easier said than done but yeah true but like also just like historically i feel like we hold um novel authors like in a higher regard because it's like hard and also i don't think um there there's usually a lot uh, a lot more um ideas and people contributing to a screenplay and more editing in that sense of things where like a lot of times authors like it's just like one to three people yeah like, exactly editor, but. yeah exactly but like you your editor doesn't give you like plot points and stuff like that so yeah. like we hold book authors in a lot higher regard in like creativity and stuff like that so to pull from a movie is just kind of lazy writing i feel like yeah um, there was also an article on BuzzFeed that I found, and it was from an interview that Drake Bell with, did with 2Fab. Um, I have no idea what that is, but it, the article was about um, Drake Bell not getting invited to Josh Peck's wedding. Isn't mm-hmm. it the craziest thing that, like... He was, like, very bitter about married. that for, like, the longest time. Though. Yeah, no, I feel like he's definitely, like, still bitter about that. For sure. Um, when he tweeted, True colors have come out today. Messages loud and clear. Ties are officially cut. I'll miss you, brother. But, like, now he knows that Josh Peck is more famous than he is, so he's, like, talking about him. But, like, obviously, I feel like there was a reason why Josh Peck didn't invite him, and, like, Drake Bell is just, like, skimming over that. Yeah. Like, obviously, there's a reason he didn't invite you, and you're just, like, pretending like you don't know what it is, but, like, I feel like they both definitely know what it is, you know? It's also crazy that, like, we live in a world where Josh Peck is hotter than Drake Bell. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Anybody uh, who watched the challenge, <laughs> Champs vs. Stars, knows that for sure. Oh, yeah. He was on that. He, like, was awful, too. Yeah. Like, he just seemed like... Thank God for Tori, or else he wouldn't have a storyline. Yeah. A Tori line? <laughs> oh, um, okay. So, they've... Apparently, they've, like, made up, but Drake is still talking about him in interviews, so, like, I'd be mad, so... He kind of has to. Which is weird. You would think both of them would be talking a lot more about Miranda Cosgrove, because, like, in theory, she went on to have more success than both of them, but... Does she? I mean, she had her own show. So did they. <laughs> yeah, but, like, she went on to have her own... I mean, like, arguably, okay. I think she's probably worth more than they are, I feel like, maybe? I don't know. I, I really don't know. It'd be interesting. Interesting. Know. I don't know. They're it's... probably all about the same, but, like, I feel like all three of them are, like, about as relevant, you know? Yeah. Um, there was also this really fun article posted to BuzzFeed. Can you tell I was just, like, browsing around BuzzFeed today? I feel like um, a lot of your stories come from BuzzFeed. Look, they, they do a your really research, good job. We definitely have differing research tactics. 
Sure. But like I always see yours and then forget to do it. So then on Monday I just like scramble. BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just scrolling through BuzzFeed for like 15 minutes and I find my stories and that's it. Um, so this next one that I'm going to talk about is an article on BuzzFeed Celebrity called 26 Behind the Scenes Stories from Movie and TV Sets. And some of these movies are TBT movies. And this is by Whitney Jefferson, a member of BuzzFeed staff. So shout out Whitney. I probably seen you at Target. Um, see so many people that work at BuzzFeed at Target. So, um, this first one is about High School Musical 3. So, I'm not technically a TVT, but, like, we'll take it because it's about Zac Efron. Um, so this person says, I was an extra in High School Musical 3, and it really opened my eyes to the long hours actors and crew have to work. We were filming until 3 a.m. on one of the days trying to get one shot of Zac Efron making a basketball shot. <laughs> <laughs> just drag Zac Efron so much. Um, you would think they would just like see, like not CGI, but like cut those. You know, yeah, but I think like Zac Efron was probably like, no, you need to show me making this shot. Yeah, anyway. I would. I'd be like, get out of here. His publicist was like, no, <laughs> we need people to think that this five eight man is great at basketball. Um, and then she continues, poor guy, I don't know if it, it might be a he, I don't know. Um, poor guy isn't very good at basketball, but worked his hardest to make it believable. Good. Sure, you know. There's another one about uh, Magic Mike XXL, which is kind of funny. That's about like Channing Tatum. Um, what else is here? I'm trying to like look through these really quickly because I know that there were more. There was one about uh, Blake Lively. This person was working on a set that like Blake Lively was working on and Ryan Reynolds would come in all the time. I'm only reading this because I know that you'd be very oh into this. Oh my God, this. that'd be so amazing. Um, and one day there were a couple of paparazzi outside the building we were filming in. Since my aunt actually lived in the building, I knew it well and I was able to show Ryan and the security guard a secret exit out of the building. Oh, and Ryan and Blake are just as wonderful in person as you would imagine. They both uh-huh. always took time to talk with me. Them initiating conversation. I feel like they're pretty legit. Yeah, I don't, I, okay. I feel like we always read these, like, articles about them, like, like him keeping her in a cage and all of these things, but I feel like they're fine. For sure. I think, and I love the way they interact on social media. I think it's adorable. I think it's very similar to, and I know people think that, like, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend, like, aren't legit, and I think they're super legit, too. Um, I think couples who spend time together in real life and, like, who interact with each other, like, online when they're not together are, like, legitimate. That's what, like, real people do. Yeah. You know, like, what do you do? Like, when I'm in a relationship, what do I do when I'm out of town? Stalk my fucking boyfriend on Facebook, you know? (laughs) Like, that's what people, you know, and, like, interact with each other. And, like, that's what people do. Did you have a serious heart-to-heart before you went on vacation? (laughs) No. Definitely not. Um, Um, (laughs) No. If if I found out my boyfriend was cheating on me on vacation. However, my ex-boyfriend did meet one of his ex-girlfriends on vacation yikes um um yeah there's another one about shake it up that i'm not gonna read because it's a little boring there's one about the vampire diaries um which read it we talked about in the regular episode this week yes. so i guess i'll read this um and the quote says this is from jim's i am i don't know um Gem Essium? I don't know. Um, I love doing background work. I'm a beginner actress. And honestly, it's a great learning and networking experience. How nice for you. Um, The funniest and worst experience I ever had was the first TV show I ever did, The Vampire Diaries. We waited hours to film a scene. Then they they came... 
and said, never mind, they didn't need us. <laughs> <laughs> then they said, never mind, they only need some of us. Had to fight a crowd to make the cut, but I made it. I was a student walking in the hall, got so excited to watch the show, only to see that they cut my ankle. One day acting will pay off, but that was not the day. Yeah, yeah, which is weird that, like, they have... It's weird that these people are submitting that this girl is saying that she is, like, an up-and-starting actress, because I'm pretty sure they filmed that in Atlanta. Um, yeah, I think this is a when I was. But okay. I feel like Atlanta's a fine place to be an up-and-starting Yeah, actress. but it's just... Yeah, that's, I guess that's true. Because it's just like, oh, you think, like, all these people would live in L.A. Yeah. Um, and there's, even like a Gossip Girl thing, that would for sure be... I mean, they shot that in New York City, so... Yeah. Um, there's another one here about Friday Night Lights. She says, I was an extra on Friday Night Lights, even had a couple of lines. I was working as a waitress at the time and ended up playing a waitress. <laughs> the director came up to me and said, I bet this is the biggest tip you've ever gotten. A little out of touch, but he wasn't wrong. I got about $700 for three hours of work. Not too shabby. Um, yeah, that's really good for yeah. extra work. That's really kidding? great. Usually, like, anything I've seen online for extra stuff is, like, extra. you might get $100 and it's for like eight hours of work it's have like, you been looking at a lot of extra work no online? but like i i follow like certain like casting producers so they'll send out like mass oh, mm-hmm. like mass stuff and it's like you have to look exactly like it's basically for doubles mm-hmm. but like you have to look exactly like this person and you get paid like 150 bucks a day and yeah. it's like eight hour days like that's like a little bit more than minimum wage in california that's not great not great um there's another story about uh suits and then talking about like megan markle i guess kind of interesting um but she's not actually involved so i'm not really gonna read it and i'm trying to see if there's anything else here there's like water boy um that's basically it oh there's one from barney and the girl says when i was eight i was an extra on an episode of barney and friends when the kids got there to shoot an episode we were all told to stay away from baby bop as the actor was having a rough day apparently when we started filming everything went smoothly until one of the extras stepped on baby bop's tail the actor tripped ripped his head off and screamed her vanities at the poor kid before storming off the set how funny would it be if, like, <laughs> somebody, like, Channing Tatum played Baby Bob or something like that? Oh like, I'm trying and to the gift here like, is Baby Bob and Selena Gomez. I'm trying to think of somebody, like, a little older than us. So, like, or, like, a little older. I'm thinking, like, Selena Gomez. They were all the people who were on Barney and Friends. So, like, I'm thinking, like, somebody who was a little bit older than us, but not, yeah. like, too much. No. So, like, Chrissy Teigen and, like, Channing Tatum got their start as, like, Baby Bob and Barney. You know? Like, how funny would that be? Yeah. Um, Except they were Abercrombie models, so. (laughs) True. There's another BuzzFeed article that I found. Just one more. This is the last one. Um, And the headline of this article is 27 hilarious, random, and bizarre things people actually believed about movies when they were younger. Oh, Jesus. Um, And this is similar to one of our favorite things that they did on The Toast, which is one of our favorite podcasts, The Morning Toast, where they talk about, like, funny things that they believed when they were younger, and it's always so, so funny. Usually things your parents told you to, like, make you shut up. Yeah, yeah. Um, And this one's good. I thought that whenever you watched a movie, the actors were performing live. I felt bad about watching a movie more than once because I thought I was overworking the actors. (laughs) I definitely thought that. Okay, I'm reading this right now. Uh, Even the first one. I was obsessed with The Parent Trap, and one time I asked my mom if she thought Lindsay Lohan's twin sister was mad that Lindsay got so famous, and she didn't. (laughs) That was when my mom told me it was all fake. (laughs) Which was... That's that's such a good mom. (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, Nick Cage had me fooled with the National Treasure movies. My teachers would play them during class, so I thought they legit happened. Okay, were if your teachers were playing them during class, I would... I 100% thought they were legit, too. And then I'm like, once you, like, really... Like, yeah. not even really, but, like, barely scratch the surface of research, you're just like, oh, shit. Yeah, this Kind one's... of like the Da Vinci Code kind of stuff. Like, you're like, oh, this is all real. And then, like... Kind of, but not really. Yeah, at definitely all. not at all. Um, there's another one that's really funny. When I saw the Princess Diaries, I was so impressed with how well Mia's makeover went because I assumed Anne Hathaway <laughs> was naturally the before picture, and the filmmakers just got lucky that she cleaned up that well. <laughs> so Great. lucky. Love that. Uh, <laughs> next one. Because of Toy Story, I used to think that all of my dolls, stuffed animals, and toys could move whenever I wasn't looking. Yeah. Still I, do, obviously. <laughs> I love this one. I used to think that people could hang out with cartoons in real life like they did in Space Jam and Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so fun. If you could hang out with any cartoon, who would it be? Me? Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. Um, probably Winnie the Pooh. Similar eating habits. Oh, or like the Disney princesses. Okay. Okay, yeah, I go with the princesses. Okay. I don't know which one I would go with. I'd have to I am very excited for the Christopher Robin movie. I think that's like what I first thought of. Um, The the upcoming Christopher Robin movie looks adorable. Noelle thinks it looks really weird. I think it looks weird. She's like, that's like insane. That's like my worst nightmare. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I think it looks adorable. It looks so cute. I almost cried at the promo. Yeah. But yeah, I think the princesses would be fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, when movies have flashbacks to when a character was a kid, I thought they filmed everything when the actor was actually that age. And then they had to wait until they got older to finish filming. That's called boyhood. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That actually was a thing. Um, um I'm trying to when the first Toy Story movie came out, I thought it was live action. My little developing brain didn't know how to classify the hyper-realistic animation, so I thought Andy was a real-life kid. Oh, that's so cute. This one's really funny. As a kid, I confused Mount Richmore from Richie Rich which, with the actual Mount Rushmore. When my parents told me otherwise, I was still certain that the presidents on Mount Rushmore were carved by lasers. That's funny. Just like thinking that the wrong people Like, I feel like these days they would be, but like. Yeah, no, it was dynamite back then. Dynamite. (laughs) Because of the Santa Claus, I actually thought Tim Allen was the real Santa and home improvement was just his side job or something. (laughs) For the longest time, I thought the actress who played Selena's killer in the movie Selena was the one who killed her in real life. So I hated that actress for so long and wondered why she wasn't in prison. Oh, <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> when okay. I was a kid, I thought that when actors kissed each other, they had had to plastic wrap on their lips so their lips didn't actually touch, and it would be sanitary. <laughs> cute, 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 cute. That would be so gross. <laughs> It'd be weird. It'd be like more gross to have like plastic wrap on your face. <laughs> I was convinced that when you pause the movie, the actors and actresses had to freeze. I watched really closely to try and catch one moving. <laughs> so <it's> professionals. <laughs> That's really funny. Ugh, I love that. Okay. There's there's not a ton, but you know, that's that's about it. I'm trying yeah, to look and read cute. through the rest of them. But when I watched The Wizard of Oz when I was little, I thought Kansas was actually in black and white. 
it basically is. Trust me. It may as well it's be. It's just like brown and yellow. Don't yeah. worry. So that's all that we have for you today. I hope you really enjoyed this unedited, uncut episode of TBD, a mini podcast. Um, and on Thursday, we will come It's out- a weekly. Where are they? Whatever. Um, and I spend so much time on these two. They're called the mini-sodes. So. I know, but okay. it's a weekly where are they? <sighs> Whatever. Um, so it's a mini-sode. The, we'll come at you with a maxi-sode on Thursday. It's not a dress. Aquamarine. Or a hat. <laughs> or a tail. Um, all about Aquamarine, the movie with JoJo and Emma Roberts and Sarah Paxton. You probably remember it unless you're Olivia who like never watched it. So, yeah, yeah, we will see you on on Thursday. Thursday.